Hey, do you want to be the antidote to all the doom and gloom? Join me as I come from my slice of life to help bring more joy into yours. This is the My Slice of Life podcast. Hello and welcome to season two of the My Slice of Life podcast. The place to be if you want to be the antidote to all the doom and gloom that's going on around us. This season I promised I would have a topic and I do. Season two, we are bringing the joy back into being prepared. Now I just want to clarify something real quick before we go on. I was listening to one of the podcasts that I always listen to which is Homemaker Chic um, with Angela Reid and Shay Elliott and they were talking about this word joy that's been, you know, I use it but they were using it in a slightly different way and describing the difference between like oh there's a difference between happiness and joy and they use it in a quite a biblical sense and that's not what I really that's not where I'm going here I just I just want to help people have a little more happiness in their life that's all I'm aiming for and I think that's what we can do so having said that I do like their podcast too we are bringing the joy back into being prepared and this week I am asking you the question, are you prepared for car breakdowns? Actually, one of the reasons that I brought this one up first, it comes back to a little episode that we had as a family. We took our dearest son to his swimming lesson. This is quite a wee while ago, it was before the summer. And the place is quite busy and it's got terrible places to park so I ended up parking on a slope and uh, our son went into his swimming lesson came out thought that was fine went to start the car nothing so I kept trying it and every time you turn the key you know you you can just sense that it's dying a little bit more to the point where you turn the key and there's no noise there's nothing it just kind of clicks it just there's nothing to get from it so of course the more I'm turning the key this thing was just dead and I thought, don't panic. I have, you know, one of those little jump start boxes. I thought, I'm prepared. I've got a jump start box. So I got that out the back, reread the instructions because I couldn't quite remember how to use it. Attached it, turned the key, nothing. Do you know why? I'd forgotten to charge up my jump start box, so it had no power in it anyway. Luckily, there was a car just down from us and he had jump leads. So we tried that but his leads couldn't fit onto our battery in the car for some reason, so that didn't work. And I thought, that's okay, Uh, I've got the the mobile, and as part of the insurance, I've got cover, so somebody can come and help. The mobile wasn't charged, I had like one bar left, hardly anything. So I went to phone for the breakdown people. Ran out of credit, didn't I? Because I'm a pay-as-you-go I don't have contracts, it's all pay as you go so then I had to top the phone up again then phone the breakdown people they told us it would take four hours to get to us and this is six o'clock at night already so we're waiting till ten o'clock at night so there wasn't much else we could do now if it was just myself I would have walked home but other people in the car were not able to walk that far so we're kind of stuck I didn't have money on me so I couldn't get a taxi I didn't have taxi numbers in the mobile phone it was just a disaster So I like to think in these situations, what can I do? I don't like this feeling of being helpless and just sitting there waiting. So I thought, right, what can I do? 
So I went into the swimming pool, not actually in the pool, into the reception, and asked the staff if they knew if anybody was heading up to the local shop where there is a petrol station. Because I was thinking, we're parked on a slope, and here's the other thing, I had hardly any petrol in the car because I would normally fill it up the day before we went and I was that busy I hadn't got round to it so we hardly had any petrol either and I thought I could either get a lift up or I'd walk up, buy a petrol can and bring it back because even that I could have done before the breakdown people arrived. The guy who worked in the reception took me and our son up to the garage, I got the petrol he brought us back down, Said he said, says, I hope that works. He went back to his work. How cool was that, by the way? I mean, giving somebody a lift up to the garage, waiting for you and bringing you back. Very impressed. And yes, we did give him a wee thank you present for that. But anyway, I put the petrol in. I thought, this might be it, because I'm, you know, if it's at such an angle and the tank was really, really nearly empty, so I thought, it's just not enough to get a spark. Put the petrol in, tried the key, nothing. So we were kind of stuck. Eight o'clock, so it was about two hours later, we got a call saying that they'd used our local company and they were going to come and get us, and they did. And the guy was there within ten minutes of that call. Five minutes after he was there, our engine, he, he had this mega jumper thing. So we were gone, we are on our way, done, fine, sorted. But my God, what a lot of lessons to take from that. So look, what do we need? <laughs> And I have gone through this list. What do we need to do to be prepared for car breakdowns? Number one, can I just say, if you don't have some sort of jump start machine, get one and make sure it's charged. That's got to be the big thing. Jumper cables are fine, but you need another car there and they have to be able to fit, like a universal fit thing. If you have a jump start box, I don't know what the right name is for it, but ours is really small, fits in a little pocket in, in the car, and it's as long as I keep it charged up, which I do now, I have to confess, every week I take it out and make sure it's charged up. So there's that. Get yourself a jump start box. Next, if you... But we all have mobiles. Mine was not fully charged. I did not have enough credit in it. Now, they're easy fixes. So please make sure your phone is charged. If you're pay-as-you-go, make sure you have money in it. Petrol. Do you always have enough petrol in your car because I sure didn't. Again, another mistake I won't be making. Have to have enough petrol or diesel, whatever it is you use, make sure you have enough. The other thing we found, the weather started to change. It was getting quite chilly and even though this was just at the start of summer, it was getting a little chilly and of course it started to rain and we didn't have coats with us. So make sure, depending on the season, you've at least got coat in the car or an umbrella a blanket would have been handy in the winter you're going to obviously, well here, we're going to have to have big blankets in the car because you just never know, you never know so depending on your season depending where you live make sure you have either items of clothing in the car or blankets that to keep you warm should this sort of thing happen to you we were there, luckily it was only a couple of hours, and we were really lucky that we were allowed to use the toilets in the, you know, the, the leisure centre. They let us in to use their, their bathroom, so that wasn't an issue. But we had no food and no water. And this, of course, is coming up dinner time. People are getting hungry, people are getting thirsty. I now always have at least water in the car, 
I don't always have snacks, but a lot of people do recommend you do that. There's another podcast I listen to, which is uh, Casual Preppers. Really good podcast. Um, if you want to, if you want to get into prepping, but be a little more casual about it, don't take it too seriously. Those guys have got you covered. So I recommend that one. It's a good one. But they always talk about this sort of thing. Keep some food and water in your car. And because we had a child in the car with us, it's something we don't often think about. Is it worth having a pack of cards, maybe a couple of books to read, pen and paper, just something so that if you're stuck, you've got some form of entertainment there for you. We didn't have anything. And of course, I'm bored. How long are they going to be? So that was another thing that I hadn't thought of. And now that I'm talking about it, I still haven't fixed. There's still nothing in the car for that. So we run down. If you want to be prepared, if you want your car prepared, do your checks on your car. Make sure your tyres are okay. Make sure you have enough oil. Make sure you have enough petrol or diesel, some fuel, whatever you use. Make sure your mobile is charged and has credit. And the other thing, and I think as well, I didn't even have the numbers on the phone. I had them in a bit of paper in my purse. So if you have breakdown cover, make sure you have the number in your phone and any other numbers you need. Even numbers for taxis. I didn't have any taxi numbers in the phone. I do now. So think of all these things. What little things you can do now so that if this happens to you, you can get yourself out of there, you can fix this, fix the problem, solve your situation. Water, food, clothing, do you have a raincoat in the car, do you have blankets in the car, jump, starter, box, some way to get that thing jumping again. Is your spare tyre there and in good working order? Do you know how to change a tyre? Gotta be honest. I still don't really know how. I've got a rough idea, but would I be able to do it? I don't know. It's all these things to think about. And the entertainment. Have something in the car. So if you're stuck and stranded, you're not bored as well. So there's a few ideas to get you started. Like I say, another thing, go and have a listen to the Casual Preppers podcast. They cover all sorts of situations as well. So that is how we are going to bring the joy back into being prepared for car breakdowns. Join me again next week where we will be being prepared for something else. I'm not going to tell you what, you'll have to tune back in. But until then, you take care of your wee self.